Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Parenting Team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be a sincere gift of ourselves to our kids in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. In our previous episode, we shared some scientific data about condoms and safe sex. In this episode, we will share about what and how we can talk to our children, to our teens, about the morality of using condoms and other forms of contraception. To do that, let us revisit some of the points we made in our episode on the theology of the body. One, as human persons, we are a composite of both body and spirit. Spiritualized bodies or embodied spirits, if you wish. As such, we are made for more than merely biological needs. And what is that? Two, because we are made in the image and likeness of God, we are made for love, for union, for communion, for loving communion. As such, we are made by love, for love, to love, and desire so much to be loved. Three, and what kind of love is that? Because this love finds its source in the Holy Trinity, the eternal exchange of love, it is a love that is free, total, faithful, and fruitful. In this case of conjugal love, it is a love that is freely given for the good of the beloved, a love that holds nothing back but gives totally of oneself, a love that is faithful till the end, and a love that bears fruit. A love that is life-giving because it comes from the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. So for, as embodied spirits, our bodies express the spiritual reality, not only of who we are, but also of who God is. And what we are destined for, the wedding of the Lamb, to which we are all called to and in which we will speak and live this language of Trinitarian love for all eternity. Our bodies, therefore, speak a language. A language of the body that reflects such a reality. When we speak this language correctly, we are true prophets for our Lord. But when we do not speak this language of the body correctly, when we do something to prevent the conjugal acts from being free or total or faithful or fruitful, life-giving, we become false prophets. With this in mind, we can perhaps now have a better idea as to why having sex with a condom, also known as a barrier contraceptive, is not ordered to the truth of who we are. If we think about it, instead of promoting a union of bodies, a communion of bodies, the condom actually acts as a barrier, as it is called, and prevents us from proclaiming that language of total self-gift, that language of life-giving love that we are called to speak with our bodies. In fact, this does not only apply to the condom, but to any form of contraception, which as, de- as defined by the catechism is, every action which, whether in anticipation of the conjugal act, or in its accomplishment, or in the development of its natural consequences, proposes, whether as an end or as a means, 
to render procreation impossible. Put in another way, contraception refers to any action which intentionally seeks to prevent procreation, whether it is used before, during, or after the act of sexual intercourse. Following on the points shared so far, we can now see why the church says that contraception is in reality a falsification of the inner truth of conjugal love. At this juncture, I would like to clarify that what we have just shared is not meant to be a condemnation of any one of us here who might have used or might still be using contraception. Far from it, right? I might be a rather small guy, but I'm a big sinner. I can understand how challenging it is to speak the truth with our bodies in the world today. My wife and I struggled with this too in the earlier years of our marriage. I guess the only reason why we did not use contraception then was because I told her contraception was a serious sin, yeah, and I didn't want to go to hell. But by God's grace, it was really through the years of living natural family planning, or NFP as it is called, that I realized how beautiful the church's teachings were and how wonderfully wise she has been in exhorting us to live out the spousal meaning of our bodies by speaking the language of the body correctly in our married life. We have included some links in this video and podcast for those of us who want to know more about the beauty of NFP. For now, allow me to share with you an episode from my life. I did not go to kindergarten as my parents were not well off at that time. So when I went into primary school, I was learning phonics for the first time as compared to my friends. When the teacher told us that the letter A sounded like E and asked us what word started with the letter A, I raised my hand straight away and told her, helicopter. One of my favorite vehicles. My teacher told me mm -mm, I wasn't quite right and that that first letter of helicopter would come in in due course. Later, when she said E sounded like A, I raised my hand again and said helicopter. Again, she told me I wasn't quite right. Now, we know English has clear rules to the language and we have to follow the rules in order to speak the language correctly and properly, isn't it? Now, what would be the loving thing to do if you were my teacher in that situation? Would you say something like, oh, it's okay, John, just speak English any way you like, any way you want, as long as you are happy. I'm not going to impose the rules of English on you. I'm sure you would agree with me that that would be wrong, isn't it? And the right thing to do in that situation would be for you to explain to me and teach me gently but firmly how to speak this language correctly, wouldn't you? The same goes with the language of the body. There are clear rules to the language because of the fact that the image of God is inscribed into our very being. And we know it is only by speaking this language correctly and properly in all this beauty that we will find true fulfillment and true happiness in due course, even if not immediately. So if any of you has been misled by the culture and used contraception at any time in the past, do not despair. Do not beat yourself about the head and do not condemn yourself. I too have sinned big time in my own way, many times. Just ask my wife. Remember that Jesus came not to condemn, but to save us from our sins. We can turn back to him in the sacrament of reconciliation and then go to him frequently in the Eucharist, in the sacraments, 
Let us go back to Him with all our heart. He will never, ever turn us away. And you can go to a good centre to learn or relearn how NFP works and live it in your life and speak the language of the body beautifully. Now, how can you talk to our teens about the use of condoms and other forms of contraception? I would suggest that at this stage, it will be good to ask questions for them to think about and of course be ready with our answers. We hope they would have known about our position, the church's position, right? teachings in this area by now. Whatever their position may be, we can ask questions that help us and help them address the issue by thinking about it properly. Things like, how effective is the condom really in preventing pregnancy and STIs? What does the scientific data tell us? And why? What is sexual intercourse for? What is the language of the body when spoken between spouses? Um, the language of the body when spoken between persons engaging in extramarital affairs, um, premarital sex, um, the language of the body when spoken between a man and a prostitute? How does using contraception change the language of the body? Now, which language truly reflects the free, total, faithful, and fruitful love of God? Which language most accurately says that we want to love as God loves, in and through our bodies, that we have already pledged to each other in our wedding vows as husband and wife? Which language allows God, who is perfect love, to enter into our union without any physical or chemical barriers to that love? At this juncture, allow me to summarize what we have discussed so far. Using the condom, or indeed any form of contraception, drastically alters the language of the body. It acts as a barrier to proclaiming the free, total, faithful, and fruitful love of the Holy Trinity, the eternal exchange of self-donating love in whose image we are made. So perhaps for our reflection today, let us ask ourselves this question. How can we, by word and example, help our teens better understand the language of the body as God has given us? Till we meet again next time, take care and may God bless you and your family always. Goodbye.